Welcome to This Will Change Your Life, the podcast hosted by Chuck Chapman, designed to help you overcome challenges and achieve personal growth. As a professional psychotherapist, life coach, and fellow traveler, Chuck shares life hacks and strategies that will not only help you get unstuck, but help you transform into the best version of yourself. Join Chuck on this journey towards positive change and self-discovery, because this will change your life. When I was about five years old, I remember my parents inviting some people to come to dinner after church one Sunday. But before they arrived, my father sat me down and he said that age-old adage, which is, children are to be seen and not heard. Now, as an adult, <laughs> I know my father was just trying to have a peaceful evening with some new acquaintances. But as a child, I don't know, it hit me really deep, this idea that I was supposed to be seen but not heard. Then when I was in the seventh grade, I spoke up in class one time and the teacher dropped this on me. He said, it's better to be thought a fool and keep your mouth shut than to open it and prove everyone right. Now that hurt, <laughs> but that coupled with my father's earlier advice really burrowed into my tiny little psyche that was developing. And since I'm personality wise, kind of a naturally an introvert, I was a quiet and shy kid. In group settings, I've always struggled to find my voice and to speak up and assert myself. And a big part of this stems from childhood times where I would speak up and oftentimes people would interrupt me. It's disheartening because all that did was reinforce this internalized belief that I was supposed to be quiet. People didn't want to hear what I had to say. And if I opened my mouth, people would think I was foolish. Now, these early experiences really messed with my head and they made me believe that whatever I had to say really didn't matter, that nobody really cared to hear what I had to say. And it was better for me to just sort of be quiet, fade into the background and not take up any space. The other thing it did was started to form this idea that I shouldn't have an opinion on anything. In fact, I just was at the point where somebody would say, hey, you know, what do you want on the pizza? And I would be like, I don't care what works for everyone, you know, or there would be an argument and somebody would ask me to take sides or chime in. And I would be like, I'm Switzerland because I didn't want to be rejected. I didn't want to be thought a fool. I felt like it was better to just go along and get along than to assert any of my preferences or anything that I wanted. And ultimately, I think what that did was it kind of made me boring and vanilla. Even as an adult today, I still struggle with this. I still struggle. I have to remind myself to make eye contact and to speak up and to take space. It's not natural for me to do that. But with practice, I've gotten better. On the other hand, deep down inside, I had this secret desire to be famous. My favorite class in high school was drama, and I would daydream about the day that someone would come and discover me, and they would thrust me into the limelight, and I would be famous and loved and cherished, and everyone would want to hear what I had to say. Instead, it would just be given to me, and people would want to hear what I had to say because I was important. Ironically, this led me into 
becoming a therapist. I've thought that if I had a bunch of letters after my name and some education that people would want to come to see me and hear what I have to say and I would bestow wisdom on them. But I found that wasn't actually the way therapy works. In fact, what I found was my ability to listen and be quiet and to reflect and be curious and to be present, those were the things that really helped my clients grow and change. If I was just present, then they would learn to find the answers within themselves. At the time, I didn't know it, but I had been training for this my entire life. Now, it's not like I never say anything in therapy. Now, it's not like I never say anything when I'm with a client. In fact, oftentimes I do interject some things that I think would be useful and helpful for them. But these things tend to come through me instead of from me. It's almost as if when I open myself up to what I would call the infinite source of love, that that love comes through me and out of me and pours into my clients, pours into the people that I'm with. And that act is what people tend to be drawn to. It's not me so much as it is my connection with the power that's greater than myself. Now, as I allowed myself to sit and receive this infinite source of love, what I found was that I began to transform remarkably within myself that others began to see their path more clearly because rather than my ego needing attention, my soul was filled with love and the desire to truly connect with people on a genuine basis and to share some vulnerability. And that ultimately is what creates connection. Because it wasn't so much that I wanted attention from people, it was that I wanted connection. Now, as an introvert, our strength is not to be in the spotlight, but rather our strength is to be the spotlight. And that's your superpower. Think about it. Have you ever been with somebody who really makes you feel good about yourself? Just their presence and the way that they speak and their interest and their curiosity. You just go away feeling connected to that person and better about yourself. You probably know somebody like that. You probably also know somebody who... You know, when you're with them, all they do is they talk about themselves. And every time there's a place for you to talk, they bring it back to themselves. And, you know, you just feel like you're not being heard. You feel like whatever you have to say isn't important. So ask yourself the question, like, which one of these people would I want to be? Do I want to be the person that's taking the spotlight? Or do I want me to be the person who is the spotlight? So much of my life I've spent in the shadows, and I always thought that was a weakness on my part. I always thought because I wasn't being seen that something was wrong with me. But I realized that in order to be the spotlight, you actually have to be in the shadow because the light is illuminating from you like a spotlight. And so you are kind of in the background in the shadows. So rather than thinking of that as a weakness, and sort of hating the fact that I was an introvert. I've learned to love the fact that part of what I do in me expressing love and concern and compassion to others is that 
I do remain in the shadows, but in fact, because I'm illuminating the ground around me, I'm actually leading. So if you're an introvert, be proud of the fact that you're an introvert. It's your superpower because even though you're in the shadow, you're actually casting a light and leading others to help them discover the truths about themselves. And in doing that, you're living out of your purpose. Try it. See if it works. I think if you try it, you'll find it'll change your life. If you like this video, please like, subscribe, and I'll see you next time. This will change your life. Thanks for listening. Learn more about Chuck and how he can help you get unstuck at chuckchapman.com. And if you just found us, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a life-changing episode. Want to help others just like you? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend or on social media. And remember, the information contained in these posts, podcasts, and social medias for general information and educational purposes only. The information on this feed is not, nor is it intended to be, therapy or psychological advice. Nothing posted should be considered as professional advice. We'll see you back here for the next episode, because this will change your life.